0: Host of the Prudent Money Radio Show, heard daily on Bible School Radio, 91.3 KDKR, Decatur, Dallas, Fort Worth, and on 91.3 KYJC Commerce. Portions of KDKR programming do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or staff. Prudent Money with Bob Brooks is sponsored by the Prudent Money Foundation on 91.3. So how do you get lower amounts of debt paid off? Today we're going to take a look. Stay tuned for Prudent Money. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Prudent Money Radio Show. I'm your host, Bob Brooks. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. Well, if you have a question for me, please go to the website. There's a couple ways to get information, and uh, we've been uh, talking about the newest way, but the old way of getting information is still always available to you, and that is the email uh, resource. You can send a question in and or a comment. love to hear both. And uh, I'll help you out as much as I can help you yeah. out through an email. Sometimes the problem needs a little bit uh, more resources hand, uh, thrown at it. So uh, we can also schedule a phone call. There's the ability to to, uh, to see what is open on my schedule and to sign up for a time. And we can handle that over the phone. There is no charge, no cost, no obligation to any of that. And I want to make sure that you know that because uh, we, we really do do take this seriously, and it's about offering resources, which seem to be at a point where they're just not available for what I would call the average investor, and um, so it's just uh, a lot of the changes that are are going on in the financial services business. So I want to make sure that if you are listening to The Prudent Money Show, you are dialed in And you're trying to do like I am. You're trying to grow and to become a better steward of what God has given us. So those resources are there for you. They're all at prudentmoney.com. We find ourselves in a very interesting situation, I think, as we head to uh, the end of the year, which is unbelievable that this year has gone by so very fast. And we look at the prospects for a new year. We, you know, the markets have uh, dodged a, a bullet, I would say, back in 2022, because the bear market that we did have was really a mild one. And if you look at it, where you started out in 2022, in January of 2022, and uh, you basically went down, the, uh, the decline lasted until October of 2022. And then it's spent its its time through this year getting back up to where it was two years, almost two years ago. It's just kind of made a round trip. And even though, obviously, the year 2023 has seemed like a great year for the stock market, it's really has just balanced out what happened in 2022. So just a lot of, you know, I've been watching markets for 31, 32 years, and it's just we, I, I find that we are in a, just kind of a strange uh, situation as to what to expect going into uh, 2024, which is almost hard to say. Obviously, we've got the presidential elections, but we also have a lot of, of forecasts and predictions that are occurring. And, uh, you know, what's interesting is it's, it's quite the, the mixture of uh, forecasts. But the, you know, everybody can share what their, uh, experts can share their opinions to share their forecast, which is just a elaborate word for an opinion. And what I like to point to are indicators that would suggest that if you see these indicators or these indicators do a certain a, a, uh, register a certain number each month that that means something and can be looked at. And, and history would show that these are pretty accurate indicators. Through the year, I've talked to us about several of these indicators and what they're saying. And what's been interesting to me is that they, these indicators date way back decades upon decades. They show if this indicator registers this number for this number of months, it's almost guaranteed history would say a hundred percent chance that we would have a recession. Now I came across a, a new, the, the latest one, which is the man it has to do with manufacturing. And this one is the ISM manufacturing new orders index. Now, and before we get all, uh, locked up here into the fine print and the big the uh complicated economic words and all all that kind of thing let's just i would rather i'm not going to take you through how the watch is made i'm just going to tell you what time it says if that makes sense because i don't want to tempt you to uh, change the channel as i read this as i I go through this but uh, this one This one indicator, the the ISM Manufacturing New Orders Index, is measured on a scale of 0 to 100, and 50 is obviously the middle point of that range. And any any, uh, readings above 50 is considered positive. Anything below is considered negative. Well, the latest number to come in on the ISM Manufacturing New Orders Index is 48.3, which is a negative number because it's below 50. Modest contraction is what it would basically say, but that really only tells part of the story because November marked the 15th consecutive month that the ISM Manufacturing New Orders Index has come in below 50. Likewise, the PMI, another indicator, has also registered its 15th straight month of of decline. It's been 40 years since the PMI was in contraction uh, decline territory for 15 consecutive months, and it's never been in contraction for this many consecutive months without a U.S. recession taking place. What's more, the ISM Manufacturing New Orders Index, has uh, also, the, some of the information it's putting out is a precursor to recessions over the past 70 years. Although modest dips below 50 aren't too concerning, and that's, you know, we've had 15 in a row. Some have been just modest declines, but a couple of them have been, have been significant. So listen to this. It says readings below forty three point five have been followed by u s. recessions without fail for seven decades. That level of forty three point five has been breached twice over the past fifteen months, uh, which if history rhymes, would suggest a recession is coming. And that's the thing that you've got to remember, and I think Mark Twain has has a, a great saying that if it, that history doesn't repeat, it rhymes. And, you know, the, the there's a lot. Of course, if you look back over the past 100 years, 150 years, whatever, for a long, long period of time, you'll you'll see a lot of similarities occur between what happens today and what happens then. Cultures are different. Technology, obviously, has changed the name of the game. There's a lot of things different. But what ties, what ties the future, the present, and the past together is, is a human emotion and reaction. And because if you look at it, greed is greed, fear is fear... I mean, these emotions are the exact same as they were back, uh, you know, hundreds of years ago. That's why I've always marveled at, it just always makes me take a step back every time I hear the the study that Crown Financial has put out many, many years ago. But in a comprehensive study of the Bible, they found that money was written about, referenced, or talked about. More than any other subject in the Bible, and that just—I can hardly get my arms around that because if you think of all of the subject matter that's in the Bible that will seemingly be more important than money, and money is the leading—the leading subject that's written about or referenced. And uh, it's, it gives a real significance of money. In fact, to me, it says that that instruction is in the Bible because God knew that we would struggle with money. And if you think about it, money has, its, has a tie into to everything in our lives. And it brings credibility to that Mark Twain quote of uh, history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. So... I, I bring up all of this, not to be what I call a gloom and doomer. I bring up all of this so that you can take one side of the argument, compare it to the other side of the argument, and you can pray about where you where you stand. Because you may look at it and say, well, you know, I, I agree with this, but I disagree with this. And I think that the market is, is going to be in a good place next year. And we, we all have our theories. And nobody's going to know until at the end of the day when it's all said and done. Because once again, as I always say, always remember that it's just an opinion that that I have. It's just an opinion. We had David Wright on the program yesterday. And uh, he shared a lot of his opinions. And time will say who was correct or who's not. I, I don't think it's about being right I think it's about being informed and so that you can take a look at uh, where you need to be risk-wise. And you see it always comes back to risk so one of the things that I would greatly encourage you to do as we round out the year and uh, ring in a brand new year is that you've got a that you have, taking some time to either figure out your risk level and how your investments are are invested and uh, see what you have to do to increase or decrease that risk level and make sure that you are comfortable and at peace with that risk level. We'll talk a little bit more about this here on the other side of the break. This is Bob Brooks. We are up against a break. Stick around. I'll be right back. Hi, this is Bob Brooks, host of the Prudent Money Radio Show. As we wrap up another year, I would encourage you to consider what is not working for you when it comes to money. More importantly, what is not working for you when it comes to your stewardship relationship with Christ? Through Christmas, God reminds us that there is nothing better than the present. God gives us the gift of the present to do things differently. As we head towards a new year, consider what changes God would have you make with His money. I want to take this opportunity to wish you a very Merry Christmas from the Prudent Money Radio Show, heard here only on Bible School Radio. KDKR, Decatur, Dallas, Fort Worth. This is Rob Randall, your host and teacher of the Invisible War radio program. The Invisible War is the study of God's Word on how to walk in Christ's victory in the spiritual battles we face against the powers of darkness. Join me every Sunday morning at 9 right here on KDKR and KYJC in Commerce, your station for life. In 1 Corinthians, Paul reminds us to run the race of life to win the prize. Join me, Dr. Erwin Lutzer, for Running to Win. Be strengthened to finish your race with confidence. Weekday mornings at 8 o'clock here on KDKR. Welcome back. This is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money radio show. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. If you have a question for me, please go to the website, www.prudentmoney.com. There's two ways to get information. You can send me an email. We can get it answered in that format. Or you can sign up on my schedule for the limited amount of of, uh, time blocks that I have during the week. And we can talk in greater detail over the phone or Zoom and uh, get you helped out that way. Obviously, there's no cost to that. It's just part of what we are doing at Prudent Money to help. to push out resources to you. One of the things I was talking about before the break was to make sure that you are comfortable with the risk that you're taking and to make sure that you are, that, that you're comfortable with where you are going into what could be a very interesting year. Not even to mention recession, just the fact that it's a presidential election year, and boy, I mean, the, the possibilities are endless of uh, what could happen. So, having said that, you know, it would be an interesting to be a year from now and to, just to wonder what we were talking about. And I think that it will, st- well, the conversation will start out with, boy, I did not see that coming. So, here's the deal. If you have a financial advisor, make sure that you sit down with that advisor, talk about the risk you're taking. make uh, make it a priority to get in at the first of the year and have that conversation and to feel comfortable about that conversation because uh, you know unfortunately, a lot of uh, the financial advisor community doesn't take action and and, and nor, uh, worries about what happens in the short term, they just keep you focused in the long term. When I would suggest the short term is just as important when it comes down to risk and managing risk, and that's that's just my opinion. Uh, but, I, but that's the way, what I think is, is the way to, to, to go about it. So, if you do not have somebody that you can uh, have to uh, look at your investments, make sure that you come. To prettymoney.com and schedule a time on uh, my schedule, and uh, then send me uh, a list of your investments, and we can talk about it over the phone. So there's uh, there's no excuse for you not to get this uh, to get your investments looked at, and to make sure that you are not exactly where you need to be from a risk standpoint. This is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Yesterday, I interviewed David Wright and his book "Bonfire of the Sanities," and I really do like this book. And if you want more information, if you want more information with this book, you can go to prudentmoney.com. I have it on on my reading list that was some other with other books that I thought uh, were were something you should take a look at but uh, go check that out the I like his he has a little bit of a contrarian approach which I like that and what that means is that he takes a look at both sides of the story and uh, and tells you what his opinion is and then you can figure out where your opinion lies of course And, uh, but anyway, uh, very few writers that I, that I find that write uh, financial books are books that are, that are interesting. And his is very interesting. So it's called Bonfire of the Sanities. And that can, you can find more information about that at prudentmoney.com. One last, one last thought on as we look forward to next year. I think that there is any time, you know, it's not uplifting to talk about the probabilities of recession and what that means. But I, I, don't, I don't want the takeaway to be uh, a, a feeling of, of uh, distress or anxiety or anything. Because I think it comes down to this one simple uh, thought. Is that you can face the uncertainty, and that's what that's what creates the anxiety, that's what creates the fear. But you can face the uncertainty with fear, hope, or strategy. And what I'm talking about is not not facing it with fear. And uh, yeah, we all hope things. Work out, but as 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 has been said many times before, hope is a horrible investment strategy, or an actual strategy that uh, is built around the possibility of risk that could occur in 2024. And with that strategy, I would suggest that you can have confidence and ability, and of course, with a strong prayer life. you you can have that confidence that God wants us to have in what he's doing in our lives. So just just keep that in mind as we head into a new year. And uh, I didn't want to leave that most important part out. Been getting a lot of emails about debt. We talked about one that I never really got to finish the other day. And it was about a $8,000 debt. Uh, debt or credit card debt and he's looking for better ways to lower interest rates and even had a company said that they would help him do that what are, what are my options and what I have found is that banks, credit unions credit card companies when it comes to interest and comes to loaning money that money is available to loan. In fact, I we're not seeing just a, a whole lot of pulling back from institutions and loaning money. But what we are seeing is a situation where they they kind of got they kind of have you sucked in and then they lay down on they, then they lay the interest rate on you. This is what it's going this is the interest rate it's going to be. And there are, they are really high consumer rates especially got to be careful Mm -hmm. on automobiles and uh it you know it's interesting there in some reports they talk about scarcity and then in other reports are you actually going out on a on a dealer's lot and you see that there's an abundance of cars who knows really where the the truth lies uh but the they're car dealers are more difficult to deal with today and they are sitting pardon the pun in the driver's seat and you're looking at yeah they'll they'll, they will they will sell you a car but at what rate are you willing to pay at this point now same kind of thing obviously is going on in the real estate markets is that there's plenty of people who will sell that that, uh, will sell a house and uh, even though there's a supply and demand going on problem going on but there there's people who will sell their home and there's mortgage lenders who will who will loan the money but it's at higher rates and that of course affects the payment that affects the amount of money that you pay overall with interest and uh, that's the situation we find ourselves in. Now, having said all that, that's in the consumer world in general, there are situations such as smaller amounts of debt and uh, this particular this particular uh, email question was about $8,000 in credit card debt that can that in that Credit card companies and, and people and institutions that loan money are interested in getting because it's not excessive. They can add that to their portfolio. Just remember, if you are transferring money over from a higher interest rate card to a zero interest, is that probably going to get you on the other side of that zero interest rate? Then you're going to be paying a lot higher interest rates. So keep that in mind then probably making it probably not the best situation to get yourself involved in. One of the uh, ways to borrow money and pay and switch from uh, higher interest rates to lower interest rates in one way that we we rarely talk about because it's always the very, very last, last um, resource you want to go to. But that's your 401k plan. Uh, you know, for, for the 401k plan that offers it, it's a simple application process to borrow money. There's no taxes or penalties unless you have to, unless you get laid off and you have to pay it back or take a distribution. And potentially the interest rates are a lot lower than traditional loans. No impact on your credit report and you can repay with payroll deductions. There are some downsides though uh, and, you know, like I said, the plan must allow loans, and the loans, uh, you know, have limits on what you can borrow, and uh, the strict repayment schedule, but that's no different than anything else. You can't discharge 401k loans in bankruptcy, and, uh, you know, the, the, the two biggest hangups to me is that in an uncertain job market, which we're not in right now, but we could be at some point next year if these recession talk plays out is that if you lose your job you've got about 60 days to pay that loan back or they or they make a distribution which can be extremely expensive. And also when you're paying back your loan back and you're putting money out of payroll deduction into the in, into the loan to pay it off, you are paying with after tax money, and we'll get taxed again when you take it back out. So there's a double taxation that goes on there too. They, that's a downside. Plus, you just don't want to mess with your long-term money. You want to leave that alone. And I'm only saying this as an as an alternative if you if the the interest rates are dramatically lower, which in most cases they are. It can make sense, and if it's, it's a shorter term game plan, you know that you're going to get it paid off and, and quicker than and um, then you're going to be holding it for years upon years upon years. So that's just something to think about. It's obviously the last place that you go, but uh, well, that's kind of what we're looking at today. Hey, this is Bob Brooks. You got a question for me? Please go to the website at prudentmoney.com and send it in because we are all out of time. Till we do meet again next time. Keep the faith and have a great rest of the day. That's all the time we have for today. Questions or comments for Bob or to find out more great information like what you've just heard, visit www.prudentmoney.com. Be sure to join Bob Brooks again for the next edition of Prudent Money. Prudent Money with Bob Brooks is sponsored by the Prudent Money Foundation on 91.3.